Hi guys, welcome to the latest episode of the Winning Edge podcast. As always, I'm Rick and this is John and we hope you're good. John, how are you, mate? I'm good, I'm good. Tired this morning, but again, time difference issues, but we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John's getting no sympathy from me because he's still in Miami, aren't you, mate? So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, and and it's raining here in Manchester, so no sympathy whatsoever. Um, So today, John, talking a a little bit about, you know, you just mentioned there you're a bit tired, whatnot. We're going to discuss morning routines and being productive and how health and exercise and all of that fits in to that morning routine, whether it's a good thing or not, uh, what we do, if we do anything, and maybe some tips and guidance for the listeners, yeah? Yep. So I think I think the first place to start with is, is do, do you have a morning routine, mate? <laughs> um, not really. Um, I mean, yes, everyone has a routine. It depends whether you call it a routine. And I think, you know, um, I thought we were going to touch on this in a little bit, so I was going to be, we're going to go straight Straight in. That. Straight in. I, I do think a lot of the morning routines, and I'd be interested to get your take because I know I know you think a little differently on some of these things. Um, that you see a lot of people on you know social media promote, you know, do these top five things in the morning, you know, get up, fucking meditate, do your grateful journal, ice shower, bath, whatever, before you do anything. I, I do think a lot of that. I don't want to say it's bullshit, but I don't think a lot of the people that promote that actually fucking do it, if I'm perfectly honest. Because if you, you know, if you actually listen to super successful people and then they tell you their morning routine, it really isn't that complicated. They don't get up mm-hmm. and do all that stuff. They get up and start working, basically. So I'm not a big believer in listing out all these things, but what I am a big believer in is whatever, like anything, whatever works for you. So mm-hmm. if getting up and doing X, Y, and Z works for you and it makes you more productive and it makes you feel better and it gets you gets your juices flowing depending on what kind of work and job you do. You know, if you're going to get up and be creative, then, you know, that's not easy when your fucking alarm goes off and you don't want to get up, right? So what I usually tell people, my, my only morning routine and my only morning, it's not even a routine, it's more of a must do is get up the minute my alarm goes off. Mm-hmm. No fucking snoozing. So that's, that's my only thing. Like, cause everyone, I'm an early morning person. I like getting up early or I say that I'm more productive early, but when that alarm goes off, I'm not much different than anybody else. I could quite easily, but oh, I don't want to get up and press a snooze button if, it, if, if I was that way, but I'm going to lose time. How many times do I start hitting that? You hit it once and you know, in my experience, you'll hit it again and you'll push it right to the limit of getting up and then your day starts rushing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my only stipulation with people is if you're going to, especially if you're going to start trying to get up earlier or you're going to put training in as an early morning routine, even if it's not for you, especially because when I talk to clients, sometimes they're like, oh, not really an early morning person, but this is the only time I can train. I'm like, well, okay, here's your first starting point. When that alarm goes off, you get up, no matter how you feel, just get up. Because by the time you've like staggered to the bathroom or whatever the fucking thing is you do first, you, the Europe, it's a few seconds. You're not going to crawl back into bed, <laughs> but if you hit snooze, you're going to, you're going to lose half an hour. Um, and then again, it's not a routine for me, but I work quite well first thing in the morning when it comes to admin, um, anything on the computer. So for me, just having a, a, a coffee machine on a timer is a fucking game changer. I'm literally, alarm goes off. I go to the bathroom, I stagger downstairs, I pour a cup of coffee, 
open my laptop, look at my list of things to do. And by the time I'm two or three, you know, mouthfuls into my coffee, I'm kind of good to get started on the things I need to need to get going with. So not that that's a morning routine and it really depends on what you think about coffee consumption and how much, but mm -hmm. that helps me get going pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, would spending 20 minutes in the fucking shower help more on that? I don't know, but I'm not doing it. <clears throat> like, I'm sure freezing my ass off and jumping in an ice bath or whatever would, would work as well, but no. I mean, exercise, maybe. You know, there's some mornings I get up and exercise pretty much first thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, that changes my morning a bit. So we'll come back to that when it comes to timing of exercise because it changes yeah. my day and I have to plan my day differently. If I'm going to get up and train at 6.30 and not do all my other work, then things have to change. But that that's where I'm at really on morning yeah. routines. I'm not, I'm not against them. I just think a lot gets made of them and it's, it's just to sell shit, you know, do yeah. this, 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 and this. I, I don't believe that most people are doing all that unless they really have a life where they don't have to do much for the first hour of the day. And, you know, if you've, if you've created that perfect, great, but I, I need to get up and get doing shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you totally. I think most of these people are, are bullshitters and, and charlatans and, and they'll say one thing and, and I think you know we've so that's all well and good to it. Like you've, 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 I think for me you've nailed it. It's about what works for you. You you try getting up and doing those two or three tasks, four or five tasks, whatever. When you've got two kids five, to get... I don't know why, yeah. but it's always yeah. five. <laughs> yeah. Like do these five things, but to to you know to live a million dollar fucking day or whatever. And it's like, well, yeah. I'm not sure. Why not? Why not four or six or whatever? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you try you try doing that in the morning when you've got two kids to get to school. I know. I knew that's where you'd come from a little bit. It's totally different, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and then because you're human and you're a human being, you wake up and you realise that you've not ironed, you know, little Johnny's school jumper or whatever. And, and it's yeah. like, you know, so's Johnny, you're not going to school in your jumper. Uh, because you I know, meditate for 10 minutes. Dad, mum and dad's got manifesting to do and meditation <laughs> yeah, to do. And yeah. Little Johnny wants his breakfast and he's kicking yeah. off and, you know, and all that. And and, and it, it's just bollocks. It's just absolute, like like you said, it's clickbait bollocks that, that gets, that hooks people in to get, to get uh, them in their email into your ecosystem to try and mm. sell them something, to sell them this unrealistic life. And, 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 and I think for me, like you said, we want to touch on the, we want to get stuck into the exercise. I definitely threw it on you there. Just for the listeners, we'd, we'd agreed how we were going to, we were going to start today's podcast off. And then I just, I just completely fucking ignored it and just went, <laughs> and went straight in. I mean, John, you've known me for how many years? 20 years. We've said that every time now and we'll probably say it on every single podcast, but we used to work early together, didn't we? We were yeah. in work together. I think you get in for half six. I'd be in for seven and. I hated every second of being in at 7 a.m. Yeah, yeah. you, you know, with me, nothing is getting done without a cup of tea. Yep. Nothing's getting done. And and that it has become, for all my close friends and family, that's become an ongoing you know, joke that we'll all laugh about. But that's what that's what works for me. Um, that is absolutely what works for me. Um uh, you know, all this, and that's what I meant to touch on as well. You know, this 4 a.m. hustle and grind and all that. If I get up at 4 a.m., I'm shattered and I'm not doing anything. So, no, and well, also, I think that there is a thing, and I, I see it with a lot of clients, I see it with a lot of people that, you know, we, we do all have slightly different, you know, the whole are you a morning person or not it is a thing, you know. 
and I think we get stuck on, you know, we have clients come in and I don't know what it is. We, we have quite a lot of Asian clients and you know, they, they like to stay up late. I remember when I first got to Hong Kong mm-hmm. and had clients over there and things and they would be like, yeah, no, I'm up till one, 2 a.m. Yeah, that's but a they culture, were, isn't it? That's a culture yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a cultural yeah. thing. Like, it's not a late, it's not, and, and you know, all of a sudden, like, oh, well, can you, can you start going to bed at 10? Because you need to get eight hours sleep. And it's like, well, what time are they starting work? So a lot of these people drip into work mm-hmm. at around 10 a.m. And that might mm-hmm. be their more productive way of working. So, you know, all of a sudden going, oh, you know, in order to become mentally stronger or whatever, you've got to start getting up at 4, 4.30. I see people all over social media, you know, with a picture of their alarm clock at 4.30 copying Goggins or whatever. You know, yeah, like a, ba- like a badge of honor, you know. Yeah, I'm like, fuck. Like, I, look, I, I used to get up at 4.30 three times a week for a 5.30 a.m. client. Did that for about 18 months recently in L.A. And it's fucking hard. That mm. 4.30 thing is like, you know, and again, the only reason I can do it is I can get up and because I've for, for my whole life had this alarm goes off, get up. Don't matter what time it is, just get up. Then I can do it. But did it become detrimental over time? Was there a point in time where it got to like, look, I've got to start letting these these go because that, that three times a week is fucking up my energy, fucks up my sleep a little bit because mm-hmm. I've been up since four thirty. So that next night I'm I'm falling asleep. I want to go to bed at eight o'clock at night. Next yeah. morning I might not be up till five thirty or six, and it's just this it's just this mess up of a routine. And then I'm not getting much done early at that six till nine a.m. time that I like to work. Now I'm in work. I've done a session. I go and grab a coffee. I come back. I sit down in the office. The trainers are in, and I'm, you know, I'm getting asked questions. I open my laptop. I just don't get the shit done I'm supposed to do. And then I'm like, oh, I'll do it later when I get home. Well, that ain't happening if it's in the afternoon. Um, so I think you know, looking at people's natural times of how they do things and how they've always do things and then trying to build something around that is always going to be a little bit more successful than like you say forcing this this almost you know fucking hero day (laughs) you know get up at this time do all this do all that win the day like fuck me i don't getting up at 4 30 a.m is not winning the day for me like that's not i'll do it but i don't see it as a win you know it's just if i have to do it i'll do it but you know it's not how personally lay out my day if it could be it's never perfect things come up shit shit happens but yeah you know yeah i mean i saw obviously no names we don't want to get sued but um <laughs> do say i'll worry about that i'll just fucking throw names out i don't know yeah 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 i was gonna say like sued again or whatever you know what i mean but uh you know, like some dude was like, yeah, I get up at four and I have 750 milliliters of water. And I was like, yeah. fuck off. No, you don't. You know, and, and again, like 750 mils. Well, what happens if you have 760, you know? Well, here's Ooh. the thing, right? and, and, and you, you might be knowing, you're not quite as old as me yet, but you'll be getting there, right? So a lot of these people that fucking spout this shit, right? They're usually younger, by and large. Mm-hmm. You try fucking getting up at my age, having 50, <laughs> how, many, how many milliliters of water did you say? 750. I think it was something like that anyway. Water. I can't remember. And then normally you're going to go for your coffee after that. I don't yeah. care who, who these gurus are. They all drink fucking coffee. Yeah. You are going to the toilet every 20 minutes for the for the next hour or two. Yeah. There's just, so you, that's not really winning you more. Yes, I believe you should drink water when you first get up, but the amount I drink now is a bit less, depending yeah. on my first couple of hours, especially if I'm going to go and train. Because I know that then, you know, in 20 minutes' time, I'm like, okay, 
all this water's got to come out and it's going to come out quite quickly. Not like when I was mm. younger, like a fucking camel, you know, throw a load of water, it doesn't come out for two hours. You know, as you get older, that doesn't fucking happen. So for yeah. you younger viewers, probably didn't need to go there, but it, it's a thing. And when you, you know, so just saying this, you know, one-off rule for everybody, you know, it's... It's not. It's not as black and white and as yeah, simple as that. It, it, it's 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 exactly that. And the morning routine has has become what last year what the influencer was saying. You know, here's what I eat in a day. Well, I don't give a shit what you eat in a day because yeah. you're you're not me and and I'm not you. And and goes back to that thing that you said at the very beginning that it has to be what what works for you, doesn't it? It has to be about monitoring um, your output at work. Your your performance in the gym, your performance in the key metrics of your life, and and yeah, and if that means staying in bed for another hour or or having a coffee, you know, rather than or, or seven hundred forty-nine mils of water rather than seven hundred fifty mils of water, it could be just so productive, what? right? That's yeah. like you say when you, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Like, how are they even measuring these metrics that this is better for everybody? Like you say, for, yeah. some, for someone else, an extra hour of sleep is going to be way more productive than getting up that early. Um, so, you know, one thing I wanted to ask, I'll touch on what I do and how I kind of look at it, but you know, for you and what you do with clients and maybe especially business clients, because I think there's a bit of trial and error here for a, a lot mm -hmm. of people. And I think it's something that I know as PTs and trainers with their clients, we tend to always work with them around a schedule that they, that they think's best for them. You know, mm -hmm. I start work at this time, I finish at that time. So I've either got to train here or here. And these things never really get revisited half the time. It just becomes a training time. But how do we know that, like, and again, depends on flexibility. I'm, I'm lucky. I can kind of work my training into, to a certain degree, what's best for my day and how I work. What is it? What works best for you? How, how do you manage it? I mean, your day is a bit different than mine. You know, you've got... You've got Liam to think about. You 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 run around doing lots of different meetings in different places, and you don't live in a gym like mm -hmm. I do. So, mm -hmm. so, but do you find you know that there's a most productive time for you to fit it into the day around all your other things? Um, how do you work that with 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 clients, especially business clients who will tell you, you know, I've got meetings, I've got this, I've got you know, and you're trying to manage the energy and the time, but you also know that training is going to be more productive. Do you, do you have a way of looking at that um yeah absolutely and and i'll talk from my perspective if that's okay yeah, about yeah. what i do and then and then i'll maybe mention what what i do with clients as well yeah. um so um for, for me i i'm i get more productive as the day goes on right so, okay uh, and, that, and, and that's what well that's you said that early like it up so <laughs> yeah that that's just what works for me so Getting up mega, mega early is going to lead me to a path of doing absolutely nothing, lounging about, feeling tired, uh, training badly, uh, not getting my tasks done. So yeah. I'll I'll get up at a reasonable time, so I'm not sort of slothing about in bed all day. Yeah. But but um, you know what what I find is best uh, for me in the way my brain works is similar to you is is that I'll get some key tasks done straight away if i can but then the way my clients will often work is is they're they're busy but they'll they'll work in in a daytime type manner and they'll be the yeah. same they'll do their more they'll do their admin and whatnot uh, in the mornings they'll do meetings in the day and in, and in the evening so that's what what my day tends to tends to right, look like. okay yeah um i then what i found works for me 
And, I've, and it's took a bit of practice, like anything. It takes practice, takes discipline. I, I found what works for me is closing my day off by doing some form of exercise. And that then, right, okay. is, that then is my pump, that my day is finished, and that time yeah. for me. The, the challenge for that um, was simply getting there. That yeah. was the challenge because there's always something to do for all of us, isn't there? There's always something yeah. that's more that's, that, that's a task that needs to be completed. And, and more often than not, there's always something more important than, than us. And that, that, was the, that was the challenge or more important than me. So I would often put myself, I found myself putting myself last. Mm. Uh, and, oh, I'll leave it tonight because I've got to get this done. Whereas, I think it's easier to, can, yeah, to cancel and just go home as well sometimes at five, six o'clock at night. You, you've had a long day. Absolutely. Your brain a little tired. I think copping out in the evening. Well, I, I guess it's both. It's the same both ends of the day. The morning has the opposite problem. Yeah. You know, I speak snooze. I don't get up on time. Now I'm rushing. Okay, fuck it. I'm not going to go. I'm just going to go straight yeah. to work. So yeah. they both have their issues. But evening, that would have always been my problem in the evening. Yeah. You know, unless but, it was but, work and I was coaching, getting into the gym at six o'clock at night was just yeah. not not happening. But going going back to what you said about you not you're, you're non-negotiable with this with the snooze button, which is mm. um, which is you know is absolutely bang on. It's the exact same for me. What how I got past this was having this non-negotiable. Okay, this is non-negotiable. I have to yeah. go. And 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 then one of my little tips, which is really simple, we all use this. I'm sure, people have heard this before. Is I encourage clients to join a gym that's on the way home from work. You have to pass yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and the non-negotiable is I have to walk through that door. Now, yeah, yeah. when I walk through that door, I'm not gonna like you said about getting up and and going to the toilet and whatever. You're not gonna get back to bed. When I yeah, go, yeah. when I get through that door, I'm going to do something. Yeah. And some days it may be a, a brilliant training session or another days it may not be, but I, I am through that door and that's my, that's how I do things. And, and if I take it to clients, again, it's what you've said with that snooze thing. I don't actually tell them anything. I get them to make the decisions and, and yeah. I get them to make that list of non-negotiables like you've just said, and, and then they can fit it into their day. And my job then as their coach is to hold them accountable and ask them, have mm. they done it or not? Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So I call it a daily sweat regarding yeah. training. And that's all it is. Every day, a yeah. daily sweat. Yeah. And you can do that however you want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you get a sweat on every day. And then they've either yeah, done it I think or they have The misconception sometimes as well is, you know, we've put these time your time slots on everything, right? You know, training training's got to be an hour or an hour and a half. Now, if you're going to a, a specific training thing, like like you go kickboxing or whatever, if that session's 90 minutes, then that session's 90 minutes. But if you give yourself two or three options of what your exercise might look like for the day, a lot going off like, okay, this is my bare minimum. Mm -hmm. You know, and that could be 20 minutes. Get a get a fucking bike at home or something. Like I've got a watt bike at home and 20 minutes on that's a fucking killer. Mm -hmm. If I've not got long, and uh, you know, or maybe first thing in the morning, whatever, uh, or later in the day, if I've done nothing, it's like get on that, do twenty minutes, 
and it's yeah. not going to take much out of my day, but I've exercised, I feel better. Uh, I've moved stuff around a little bit. You know, other days I'm in the gym, you know, upwards of two hours. Other days it's a, it's a set session, you know, if it's boxing with my coach or if it's jiu-jitsu, I know it's that time till that time. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a little bit of flexibility, but like you said, the non-negotiable is these are the three options maybe for the day. If you do miss kickboxing, go and do that. So yeah. if you're missing kickboxing, because let's say, you know, it's six till seven thirty, you're you're tired and it's been a long fucking day and you've like, got shit to do, maybe, and you're like, okay, if I go kickboxing, by the time I get home, it's gonna be eight, and then I've got this fucking presentation to do for tomorrow. I didn't get it done earlier. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Go and do 20 minutes on something, yeah. which is gonna get you creative again, get some energy yeah. up, and then go home and get on with what you've got to get done. But yeah. don't be like, I'm just gonna miss that and go and do this. Um yeah. because and you know a lot of the, you know, a lot of the people that we're talking about will often have busy schedules, won't they, and families and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And of course, they, they, they've got things, they've got responsibilities in work. So that yeah. the the story that created to themselves is, uh, you know, I have to get that piece of work done. It's a non-negotiable. Um, yeah. But the same as going home and cooking their kids' dinner, it's a non-negotiable. Yeah. Well, actually, to be the best you can be at getting that work done, to be the best you can be at getting that parent uh, parenting skills done, making dinner, doing whatever as a parent, mm. to be the best that you can be, you've also got to look after yourself. So, therefore, yeah. it's a non-negotiable. Get it done. Yeah. You know, and I think assessing rules. how productive you are or are not when you, when you do an exercise or not. Like for me, you know, I try and set my day up around when I'm going to train because I know like I can concentrate so far like that's why I like getting up at you know I'll get up at 5 36 I start getting some work done that six till nine is my most productive time if I've got to do anything creative on the computer or whatever or get shit done accounts numbers whatever it might be I get that done before I train mm-hmm. but by nine ish I'm getting itchy and 10 o'clock, I like to, te- I tend to like to train at 10 o'clock in the morning because I've got that 10 till lunchtime window, usually finished before 12, but you know, 11.30, whatever. Knowing that then usually I've got a few more things to deal with, which now might be a little bit more practical. So my energy's up, I've trained, endorphins are going. Now maybe mm-hmm. I've got a few meetings in the gym, different trainers, whatever. Um, maybe I've got a couple more things to deal with business-wise, but it's more face-to-face. You know, we'll usually have something like a team education or training or whatever at one o'clock a couple of times a week. So if I'm involved in that, I'm still I'm still pumped and got some decent energy for that. But I know that by like if I leave the gym around two ish and now I'm done for a few hours, like I'm not getting much done between that two and four o'clock time. That's when my body comes down a little bit. I'm tired from training. I've been up since six. I've got the bulk of my work done. At that point, I want to relax a little bit whatever that mm-hmm. looks like for me, it might be a bit of a power nap, fucking lie down for half an hour, whatever, get some food. And then maybe, you know, I have a second wind around four, four till six where I've got a few more things to do. Maybe that's calls. Usually it's, it's phone calls more so than anything else there. They're a bit easier to do. Cause again, it's two way energy. So I'll jump on, you know, get talking and energy kicks in from there. That's that's how I prefer my day to look because I know that the the energy of the, my training. If I train early, it takes away a bit of time, and I'll do that sometimes. But I structure my day differently. So if I train at six thirty till seven thirty, I've got to then include a drive. I'll usually you know thirty minute drive to fucking training, hour training, 
drive to work. I'm getting into work at 8, 8.30. Well, I've lost a couple of hours of the type of work that I would normally do. And now I'm in the gym, which means I'm not sitting at my computer getting stuff done correctly. So I'll also maybe plan my days. So if Tuesday and Thursday are my early morning training sessions, they're the days I'm probably not getting much done on my computer. It'll be yeah. mostly physical type work. I think you've used the word, haven't you? A couple of a couple of words: structure and planning, and yeah. and and you know that's what we do with athletes, isn't it? When we work yeah. with athletes, we would put a plan in place for them. People think that that periodized plan for athletes is just like this is when you do strength, this is when you do cardio, but it's not. Yeah. It's, it's it's planning that week out, isn't it? And plan because yeah. they've got media commitments or they've got. Yeah. You know, a lot of them do, and quite rightly so, some charitable commitments and so yeah. forth. And 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 it's it's no different for the way that athlete lives is no different for the way the uh, business owner lives, the parent owner lives, you or I live. The, the, what I took from that there is you plan it, you've got it in your diary. And, yeah, and, and I make adjustments. And I think that's something we don't go back to with clients sometimes. You know, clients don't really know what the best structure is for them. They just go, this is the best time for me. Yeah. Because after that, I'm doing all this. And, you know, after a month, or do you know, do we sometimes sit down and go, "How's that time working out for you?" Yeah, how's that going? How's it doing? You know, is it productive? Because you've you've missed quite a few sessions. So whilst you say that six a.m. is the only time you can train, you've missed four out of eight sessions. So yeah. it clearly there's a there's an issue there. What's the issue, and and how can we adjust that? Can you train at a different time? You know. Could you dip, nip out the office at 10 o'clock in the morning? Would that be more productive and better? You know, do you have a bit of flexible hours? Because if you have, although you, that's not part of your routine the way you normally do things, maybe try that for a few weeks. Stay an hour later, but you might find you more productive working it in that way. Um, and I think the other thing is that getting people to shut off, which is not easy. It depends on the job and, and, and the task. That yeah, well, I get a lot. We get cancellations, flights that I'm stuck in this thing and I just, yeah, just need to get it done. Yeah. Rather than, you know, I know I've got training at 10, I'm going to get as much done as possible. I'm going to shut off at 9.30, go over to the gym, get yeah. my work at that, yeah. and I'll come back to I'll it. I'll go back to it. And yeah. you might be more productive. But, you know, maybe, you know, I, I know what that feeling is like. Sometimes my juices are flowing and I'm off and it's like, I've got to get this fucking done. Mm. Because if I go back to it later, I'm going to come back to it in a different mindset. Yeah. And now all of a sudden I've got two halves of something that I've written and the they're very different <laughs> because yeah. one well, half was, was this version of John and the next half was this. And I'm like, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, but so that, it's, but, but that's a decision though, isn't it? You're not, yeah. you're not stuck. It's a decision. And, and yeah. for us as coaches that, like you say, sometimes we let it pass and we go, yeah, no problem. But then if it becomes a regular occurrence, it's like, no, no, you're making a decision here. And yeah. And I think especially if these, if this is working, again, I probably, I keep bringing it back to kind of, you know, personal training sessions and at the end of the day that's not the only way people train it's more about you going okay cool don't don't train now then but do do something later then get that done maybe it is better to get that done and we'll you'll train in a couple of hours now your coach might not still be available at that point but it doesn't mean say you can't go to the gym and get something done whereas half the time it's like oh i missed my session it's like so yeah it's an excuse did, did, isn't it the it's an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> you know it was that yeah. the only way you could have got some exercise done yeah. so you know, again, yeah, and I think this comes down to coaches excuse, as well, just making sure that you're giving people options. You know, if you do miss my session, fine. Go and get this done. Um, no, oh, you can't come, no problem, Lake Council. Yeah. I don't you know, know what, John, I don't know about um, yourself, but you just, I don't know, with the Wi-Fi, you just glitched out a little bit there. So I don't know if the listener will get that. So can you just repeat that a little bit? What the fuck did I say? 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They're just the last bit. In fact, I think we. I think we've. I think we've. You know, we've sort of laboured yeah. the point, haven't we? People are creatures of habit, and I think what you were saying is that you know people can still. They make you know it's that difference between getting stuck and and finding an excuse not to go and um, you know um, people people are creatures of habit and ha- but often them habits are not good habits and they're not productive. Yeah, and I think that. like anything, if the habit is to start cancelling, I think I did a post not the other day. I'm like, don't make cancelling a habit. Whether that's mm-hmm. cancelling on your trainer, cancelling on yourself, cancelling mm-hmm. the fact that you said you're going to go and train and then you don't, that becomes just as big a habit as going. So we've got to create a habit of showing up to the gym or to your exercise of choice. I mean, we keep we talk about the gym a lot because that's what we do, but you know, it mm-hmm. could be your kickboxing class, it could be swimming, it could yeah, be going anything. for a run, whatever it is, yeah. it doesn't matter what it is, but don't cancel it. Yeah. If you can get into the habit of not canceling it, like other things, you know, how often do people cancel going into work? Yeah. Very often. I mean yeah. some do, but you know, by and large, it's like that's a non-negotiable. You know if you yeah. cancel going into work too often, you're probably gonna lose your job. Yeah, there's a consequence, right? isn't there? Yeah, so like, give yourself a consequence of okay, I have got other things, but I'm just, I'm not gonna cancel, no matter how tired I'm, I'm just gonna go, and understand that sometimes just showing up is is the win. You've got something done, yeah. show up. There's your win for the day. It might not be the most productive session in the world, but you got it done, and you yeah. keep ticking on that that habits of okay, even on my worst day, you know, I went and it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Because we also build up, I'm tired, it's going to be a shit session, there's no point, I'm not going to enjoy it. Yeah, that story, that narrative. You're telling yourself all this stuff, it's like, by and large, I'm sure you've done it, and you get there, and then you start warming up, or you're dreading the hardest session in the world, because (laughs) sometimes, especially if you're going kickboxing, jiu-jitsu, all these things, you never know what the coach is in that day. Sometimes you rock up, you're tired as fuck, and they decide, we're just sparring all fucking for two hours. And you're like, say, can we not just do something? Yeah, yeah. But you'll remember that one day when you're yeah. tired and go, oh, if it's that today, I probably really don't need to go. But you turn up and all of a sudden it's an easy session. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bit more technical. You do a few rounds and you're like, okay, great. I turned up and didn't do as much. That was perfect for me today. Just mm-hmm. just go yeah. and worry about how it turns out once you're fucking there and deal with it. Um, yeah. So you, what do you think? Go on. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, I totally agree. You create that story. Often the story is a load of bollocks. It's all in your head. I also, you said something there, which I was about to say, it's about putting a tick in the box, isn't it? And it, it's, yeah. it's that simple. Tick the box, yeah? Um, Absolutely. You, you were going to ask me something then, mate. Sorry. Yeah, so, I mean, flip side, right? So, we, you know, we talk a lot about exercise and using it, hopefully, to make us more productive, right? So, whether you're the businessman, whether, you know, you're, you're just trying to lose weight, whatever your goals are, we, we talk about exercise making you feel better, making you feel healthier, making you more productive, you know, getting the the brain and the, and the creative juices flowing. Sometimes just, just moving around can help with all of that stuff. What when it goes the other way? What when you have clients that start to, I guess, you know, get obsessed with training a little bit, um, start going the other way where training becomes the be all and end all and then everything else starts to suffer. So maybe the business or their job or whatever starts to suffer because now all of a sudden they become that addicted to exercise or they start getting into exercise for competition purposes and all of a sudden it goes the other way. How how do you help people balance that? I mean, you know, you've worked with a lot of top athletes. Athletes are very different. That's their job. Mm-hmm. But when you've got busy professionals that start 
going the other way and becoming less and less productive at work because they want to do more and more exercise. They want to do this big fucking challenge or they want to do all these things, but all of a sudden everything else falls off. Do you see much of that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. High-performing people, we're all addicts, aren't we, in our own yeah. little way? We're all addicts. It's about finding something that it, it, we're positively addicted to, like like you just said, but then making sure that that positive loop doesn't loop round into a negative loop. And, and yeah. the, so, you, you, I work, like you say, a lot with you know, as as you do, with a lot of like CEOs and senior leaders and all that kind of stuff. And and um, what one of their greatest skills is their ability to 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 focus and drive forwards and and to be very single-minded you know if they've got a task to complete or a project mm. or whatever and like you're saying they then get that endorphin back up that that feel good that serotonin in the brain all those chemicals and that becomes super addictive but then the the challenge that you've got uh, and this is a generalization it's not everyone of course but a lot of these there was um dr kevin dutton did a study on it and and he mm. he he actually likened real high performers and their mentality to similar behavior to psychopaths. And, right. and yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one of the problems is that they lack empathy. So yeah. therefore then they become that single-minded on what it is they're doing that nothing else counts and nothing yeah, else, yeah. nothing else matters. And as, as, and so it can happen and, and, and I've seen it a lot. So, and it's challenging. Um, and as a coach, it's our job to try and, uh, keep that fine balance between somebody um, somebody uh, doing really, really well, but then not l- losing mm-hmm. other areas. So w- what what that comes down to is, again, and where, and where we go with this is exactly what you started with, a loop, right? That's what you started with. I get them to set a list of rules, a list of non-negotiables, but that doesn't just encompass work or it doesn't just encompass training a list of values i suppose yeah yeah for. so what i say is a list of values within your personal your personal being your yourself you uh so let's talk about some values and non-negotiables for you you know training exercise all those kind of things let's talk about them in your personal life your relationships yeah. um for your friendships your um colleagues at work how you want to be perceived as a leader all that kind of stuff and and then okay let's go a little deeper and what about your your working boundaries and your working values as well and mm. and so the the key to it with that personality type because often they're they're the ones who tell people what to do yeah, so yeah. You, you telling them what to do it just becomes that and you just sort of cracking heads you hold up what they've committed to and say okay this is yeah. your work not mine yeah. These are your words. This is what you committed to. So mm. let's let's put you in a self-reflective piece. How about you score yourself on how you're doing with what you said you're going to do? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and that then is powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, I was just thinking as you were talking because, you know, it always depends on the relationship you have with the person as well. The closer, like for me, if it's an employee, it's a bit easier because mm-hmm. I can see what's going on. Yeah. As a business mentor, it's a bit different because it really depends how deep into like you are helping them with their business. Mm-hmm. So are you seeing a drop off in productivity of the things like you said that they would normally have been doing to run and push their business forward? Mm-hmm. Are you know, are certain markers dropping off? 
You know, is revenue dropping? Mm-hmm. Are they as bang on their social media as usual? Are they getting things out on time? Are they doing all the things that they were doing that was having the business maybe going pretty yeah, well? Yeah, ticking the boxes, but in or another area, hours, yeah. Two, three hours a day training and getting less and less of this done, or, or these things are now just not really getting done and they're not managing to hand it to someone else. Or even worse, someone you're not really even working with at all that you can see is is going down that path, but they're not likely to really tell you that there's a problem. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, no, I'm getting everything done. Everything's fine. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. who who's the person that's going to say, no, it's not fine. And like you said, I, I, I keep relating everything to business and work. But, you know, like you said, are you spending the same amount of time with your kids as you used to? You know, you're seeing your missus as often. Are you, are you doing the same things as you used to do there? You're like, how many things are you pushing off to the side to go to the gym more often or go training yeah. more often? See with people are getting to like high endurance type sports mm-hmm. because it takes so long. You know, yeah. anyone who starts talking about wanting to do a marathon and Iron Man's uh, week, weekend warriors, yeah. all that you're kind like, of stuff. You're yeah, lose a lot of life. Yeah, you're yeah. in those sports because the more you get into it, the more you have to do. Um, and, you know, and have you discussed with relevant people how much of this, 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 you know, how much time this is going to take yeah. away from, you know, is your business and your job, is it supportive of this thing you want to do? You know, is mm-hmm. your missus, your kids supportive because whereby you used to go and, you know, go and have a, a pub lunch on a Sunday yeah. and have some family yeah. time. Now you're out on a six hour bike ride. Yeah. And when you come home, you're fucked and you know yeah. use to anybody and you're asleep for the rest of the day. You know, a, a lot of stuff changes when that happens. And like you said, that's that psychopath thing comes in. When you get obsessed with something, you don't see all the other things. All you care yeah. about is, well, I've got my six-hour bike ride. And when people start calling you on it, you're like, well, I've got this Iron Man to do. It's like, do you, know, do you want me to fucking die doing it or not? <laughs> like, I've yeah. got to train, you know, Um and trying to find balance around some of the extreme things is is really difficult. But I like I like what you said about, you know, and I think you've got to catch it early. And it's something I wish I'd done a little bit. You know, I, I where I used to see this a lot is is PTs doing a bodybuilding show. The minute prep starts getting hard mm-hmm. and they're doing the two hours of cardio a day. And they're depleted and they're not eating. And you all of a sudden you're like, you were doing like 30 sessions a week. Now yep. you're doing about 15. Yep. You're barely in the gym. And when you are in the gym, you're yawning, you're tired, you're fucking sleeping all the time. You're going, yeah, but I'm on prep. I'm like, I don't give a flying fuck what you're <laughs> on. Your clients that I gave you are yeah. paying you a lot of money to come first. And yeah. they don't give a shit that you're on prep either. Because the worst thing I used to fucking hear is like, you know, them telling the clients how hard it is. Oh, two hours of cardio today. I'm only on fucking a thousand calories. And the client's like, well, I'm only on a thousand calories and I've got a fucking job to do. Yeah. And I, and I come here, I come here for a, I come here for a laugh. I don't give a shit, you know? So. Yeah. So I've watched trainers lose, you know, in a, you know, in a whatever, let's say a 12 week fucking training camp for a, for a show you know, during that time, lose five, six, seven, eight clients because the mm-hmm. clients have got up to a point where can trainers tired all the time. We just cancel it. Yeah. All of that, you know. I remember bumping into a good friend of mine actually because he the first time he did a big bodybuilding show, same thing. And he was he was a lethargic bodybuilder anyway. And I remember one day I was in Hong Kong and he worked for me and he was barely in the gym. I'm like, the fuck is he? I knew he was prepping. Clients were dropping off. He was barely in. And 
we trained at a different gym down the road. So one day I go off to the gym, fucking lift doors open, and he's coming out, <laughs> having just worked out. I'm like, you've not been in the gym for two days. I'm like, where the fuck have you been? And he's like, well, no, no, no. and you know, it was a lesson. We sat down at the end of that prep, and I said, you fucking lost half your clients. So I hope that show was worth it, mm. because if that was you on your own, you've just lost half your income. Half your business, yeah. To, to yeah. do a bodybuilding show. Yeah. And because you work for me and we get you your business, you know it's going to get replaced. But then it was like, look, I'm going to replace this work for you as a one-off. Get your business back up. But you go into another prep and you lose it again, you're done. Because yeah. I'm not going to give you business for you to lose because your competition is more important than yeah. your clients. And you don't know the stuff that people start to do behind the scenes because they're tired. You yeah. know, cancelling meetings, cancelling clients, cancelling things because they're tired from all this training they're doing because they're obsessed over this thing. And yeah. You know, it doesn't always get noticed straight away, but sooner or later your employee, so your employer, um, or you, yeah. you know, or if it's your own business, you're going to start seeing your own business suffer. Yeah, your customers. And it's really hard to get it back once yeah. it's gone. Your personal it's relationships, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Which is so. where I like what you said. You're trying to hold yourself to, are you still getting these things done? Yeah. And what is a consequence of, great, you're going to go and do this competition, this thing, but what if this keeps trending this way? Yeah, because absolutely. once you've got your little medal and you wake up the next day and you can't pay the fucking bills, it's like, what's what what was it for? I, I don't yeah. I don't like to tell anybody not to chase things they want to achieve in life. There's way more to life than just trying to make money and, and run a successful business. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, trying to find some sort of balance, unless you're a professional athlete where you're getting paid for this, because this is the thing as well. They 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 live and try and train like a professional athlete, but I'm like, yeah, but yeah. that's not who's paying you. Yeah. You don't got sponsors. No one's paying you to train. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know from my own, I know when I'm doing too much. I, you know, I relentlessly fucking overtrain. So I know when things are falling off the wayside because I'm tired. And that's why I try and plan it into my day the way I do. Because I know if I don't, I'm fucked and I'm getting nothing done. So if I get keep my training in the slots I want it, I can still train pretty hard and get most of my work done. But I know when things pile up. You know, I've yeah. got my but, you know, but this is my fucking this is my to-do list every fucking day I, I, piece of paper old school i know when there's not a ton of lines in that mm-hmm. i'm like fuck i've, I've got a cap and it's thursday <laughs> like yeah. i like my my piece of paper i like to have everything ticked off by fucking friday so i'm going to the weekend and reset for next week if i'm well, a thursday friday but, but, I'm e- but equally john you could easily train for another hour each day but you put that boundary in place to say look that's my slot that's when I train. Yeah. I've yeah. got better at the, my training sessions not being quite so crazy, apart from mm-hmm. the last few. Um, mainly through just getting older. I'm more productive with my hour, hour and a half in the gym. Um, it really just depends. Some days I overexert and I, and I can feel it. And I know and it, and it affects other things that I, I have to do. I think for me, my training tends to affect sometimes things outside of work business i'm not too bad with but it does affect my relationships it does affect having energy to go and do things mm-hmm. that are maybe a compromise maybe things i don't really want to go and do like date night and all this shit that people put in to yeah. make sure that relationships fucking you know stay stay good and then it's not just training like for me i you know what i'm like i, I sit and watch sport for hours yeah. Since I moved to the US, it's got worse because, you know, uh, anyone who watches any American football knows each game is like two, three hours long. 
and I can sit on a Sunday and watch two or three games back to back because that's how I relax. Yeah. So to me, that's me on the sofa. It's my day off. I'm going to eat and I'm going to just fucking veg out and watch this. Well, you know, the missus doesn't really so, fucking agree with that. But, but <laughs> let, let, let's go. Yeah, but let's go back to daily routines and morning routines. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but that doesn't fit with the manifesting. You know, get up on a Sunday morning. You know, yeah. put your feet put your feet in the grass and and. Going out and swimming a lake, and 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 I and you you know I do like to do all those things, you know, yeah. and, and go walking and all and all well, that, that kind of stuff. More relaxing and productive for you, and he's probably good for me. Go out, get some fresh air. But I again at the same time, sometimes I like what I like. But I also you know, we have to kind of compromise. So you know, for yeah. me, I've got to remember, yeah. like you know. Okay, maybe I'll just watch one game later. Let's get up. Let's go out, have some breakfast. Let's go and, you know, take a little walk somewhere. Do do things together because they're the bits I forget. I get, you know, I will get quite complacent and be like, oh, okay, I'm just going to chill out today. Yeah. So I forget that I actually live with someone. Yeah. <laughs> my, my attention. <laughs> yeah, of course. Or, or maybe not. But there we go. Or maybe you know, not. Mine my, my, my tries to boot me out of the house sometimes. But yeah. there we go. Um, so morning routines, day routines, they're great for you, but they have to work for you. But then what we're also saying is monitor your performance in all areas of your life and yes. ensure that these routines are hopefully getting you towards, you know, optimum performance in those areas because they can help. But then if yeah. you're not careful, they can actually hinder all areas of your life as well. Yeah, well, I think where you're hitting the nail on the head, which I hadn't thought about, although have been talking about a bit recently, but you've come at it from this angle, from the start of this conversation, is all areas of your life. Yeah. Not just ticking off what you think is the most important. And bizarrely enough, we tend to put relationships last. Yeah. Friendships last. It's like, yeah. if I'm going to focus on training and you that, that being a serious part of my life and business then comes second and then all this other stuff comes third or fourth. It's like, well, great, but what, what you know, how happy are you going to be if you wake up, you know, and one morning you're fucking divorced because, <laughs> yeah. yes, you yeah. managed to keep these two things ticking over well with all your energy. Yeah, you've got, you've got great abs, but nobody to feel them. You've got, yeah. you've got a bodybuilding medal, but no business, you know, yeah. can't pay your bills. Speaking to you because yeah. you don't spend time with them. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And that doesn't that that stuff doesn't always come out of the time either. Kids will tend to tell the parents they were never there for them once they're an adult. Yeah, late. So it's not always seen at the time. You know, all of a sudden your kid gets into their twenties and like, well, you were never there when I was a kid. You were always doing this, this, and this. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I thought I was there. Like, no, being around isn't being there. Yeah. So I, I do like that, and I think you know, as a business coach, you know. Um, it's, it's something that people should, whatever they use as their metrics and whatever they use as their questionnaires, going into their whole lifestyle and not just, okay, I'm here to make sure you're productive with your business. Mm -hmm. And that's all I really care about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. That, you, know, you do get a bit like that. You, you, you get on these calls with everybody and it's like, what are your numbers? What have you done this yeah. week? What have you done? And then it's like, yeah, but is there maybe any of the deeper root reasons why maybe you've not got some of that done? And how can we, how can we take a look at that? Because it's not just about telling someone what to do. You know, it's about what's getting in the way. We all know, you know, emotional fucking relationship issues, things like that. They sidetrack us. We can't concentrate. Mm -hmm. We don't, we're not as productive. But what's causing that? 
you know, and if we're causing it with our actions of, you know, putting ourselves first, training, doing all these things that we're, we're told, morning routine could be one of those. Yeah. You know, you start following these gurus and go, fuck it, I've got to do these five things every morning. And that used to be a bit of time you spend, even if it was just 10 minutes with the missus in the morning, 15 minutes of like... Yeah, having a chat, having a coffee whatever. Together, yeah. And you're now, can't do any of that, I'm out fucking meditating in the back garden. Yeah. You know, it's, you, you're, you're missing something else um, that maybe you're not paying attention to that, that that's going to cause you an even bigger problem than being like, well, I need to be more productive for me. There's a lot of making sure. I, I do believe a lot in the whole getting you right, the self-love. You can't love anybody else if you're not in the good place. But sometimes by reading what everyone else tells you to do and you think this is going to get you in a good place, you're actually making shit worse. Yeah. Because you're now becoming selfish. Mm, yeah, absolutely. It's like, yeah, but what about the other people in your life? Yeah. Friends, family, kids, all these other things that, that need attention. You know, they don't give a fuck if that 10 minutes of meditating helps you. Oh, John. They're sat at the table starting. there, mate, again. Breakfast. See if come back. John? Yep. So you dropped out there again. Yeah, uh, no, I was just saying, I think those people, like say, they, they, you know, your kid doesn't give a fuck if your 10 minutes of meditating was good for you if they're sat at the fucking breakfast table waiting for their breakfast. Yeah. Wanting, or they can't find want, the shoes yeah, and they're going to be late yeah. for school. Right? So, wanting to tell you about what, yeah, wanting to tell you about what's going on at school and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Cool. So, I think, I think that whether that surprises a few people listening who know us, who, who knows, whatever, but, but certainly to, to new listeners and, and new followers, what our aim as always is to, is to be honest, is to be real, is to debunk some myths that are out there. Yeah. Um, John's face is frozen on my screen again. No, there he is. Yeah, he's no, no, he's my back. internet. I'll, I'll see. Yeah. I'll run this all back. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. It's I think good. It's... Leave it in, mate. I've just been talking about being real, and that we we will always be honest and be real yeah. and de and debunk myths that are that are out there because the people we want to work with and help uh, often feel that they're not good enough if they're not doing those five things a day. Yeah. Da di da di da. Whereas what we're saying is. You can be successful in your career, with your body, in your life, your personal life. It's about having balance and about, um, you know, focusing on what really matters sometimes as well and doing what works for you. you yeah, I know, absolutely. Totally, totally agree with that. Yeah. So that's us for today. Um, as always, guys, thanks for listening. Um, John's going to be back in sunny LA next uh, for our next episode, back on his Wi-Fi. So. <laughs> some slight yeah. some slight glitches in there today, but it's we all good. It's part of it. I think the key messages were there. But as always, from John, from me, thanks for listening. And uh, John, we'll talk to him again soon, won't we? Absolutely. Thank you. Take care.